Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Welcome to Queer State of Mind, y'all. We have a packed show for you today. We have a couple of our co-hosts are missing, but we got a special guest, which is just me. So stay tuned for your favorite people, okay? This is Queer State of Mind, live on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk, powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Queer State of Mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to Queer State of Mind NYC at gmail.com. All right, y'all. I hope you guys are listening. Yes, today we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. Mr. Micah Peterson will be joining us later. And we're just going to go ahead and start with the um, the feature track of the week this week. So, you know, the legendary Miss Tony Braxton released a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful album this week. And she premiered a track, her new track, which is called Long As I Live, which is very, very vintage. So we're going to start off with that and we'll be right back, y'all.
right, y'all. That was Tony Braxton, Long As I Live. I kind of live for that track a little bit. It's very much where I want her to be at this time. You know, she's giving you a cool groove. She's giving you some soulful vocals, you know, a throwback, you know, to Miss Tony Braxton. So check it out. I believe her album is called Sex and Cigarettes. So Miss Braxton, if you're listening, probably not. But I just give some free promo here. So please make sure to pick up Tony Braxton's new album, Sex and Cigarettes, I believe. You know, well, while we wait for the other kids to come around. So there's been a lot of things going on um, in the gay world recently. A lot of, lot of stuff. I just read an article um, about Grindr, which is sharing uh, the status with other companies. And what's interesting about this is the fact that a lot of the times on Grinder we see people actually put their statuses up. So it's kind of public knowledge. Um, but I think that where this comes down from what I've read in the article is these are secondary apps that they are being shared with. So do you think that your privacy, you know, has been interrupted or do you feel like since you put it out there, out there that's something that people should be able to do and share i have a very interesting th- take on this i think that it's one thing to share your status to a company or an app somewhere you just want to be by yourself and you know you're open to these people because this is this is what you're here to do. And of course, when you're on the hookup apps, I think it's very, very important that you share your status. Although it's no one's business what your status is, but at the same time, if someone asks you, you should give them your honest response to status. Now, that being said, if someone was sharing my status and selling my status to another company, I don't know how we feel about that. I don't know how we feel if, you know, I find out that, they're selling my status to an HIV company where, you know, they're making drugs for HIV so they can target me or um, they're selling uh, my status to, you know, um, other apps that, you know, it's just very, very, very um, questionable in that sense. And I think that in that, looking at it that way, it is in fact an invasion of privacy you know, it's something that I, I don't know. I will feel very, 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 I don't want to say mad about, but more, I guess, upset. Not so much mad because I am putting it out there. You know, I have put it out there. So I guess there's someone from another company open up Grinder and, saw me and saw this is my status they have a right and they can um say hey um you know um that's that's kind of public knowledge well we're going to get back to that i'm going to get back to that topic when we have um the other visitors come in because i think i want to know what their opinion is on this matter you know how we're going to solve this matter and how can we um you know, make it where people are not upset about it, you know, so much, you know, you know. So that should be interesting. 
And another thing that's happening, wow, we have a lot of gay news here. Um, I guess they're not counting. Um, uh, well, before I get into that, um, no, let me go in, let me go into this right now. So I'll talk about that later. Um, so they're not counting uh, LGBT families, LGBTQ, you know, R-S-T-U-V. It's always another letter going up there. Um, they're not counting LGBTQ Americans um, won't be counted in the census uh, for 2020. You know, which is a little bit ridiculous. So, like, I want to know what what the um, the requirements are for someone to be counted as a person. I always thought the census was just counting who, what type of neighborhood you live in. You know, how many African Americans, American Asians. You know, however many type of people you have. I thought that was what they were for. But I guess not, you know, I guess it, it's not, it, they're not going to count us as people. I mean, it won't be the first time it's been happening for years. So, and one of the things I'm saying is they're not even going to count LGBTQ families, which is kind of crazy that you don't, I mean, that that's insane. It's insane that people are not going to count the families of the gay and lesbian people like that live in America, you know, that have actually doing it a good cause to society and all that stuff. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, you know, where it's going to be crazy. Um, so, oh, our co-host just joined us. You don't have to rush, girl. Come on, honey. So I actually glad you're here because I need your opinion on something that I was just talking about. So we're going to go go back to um, this. So it's about how do you feel about the um, grinder? We're backtracking right now. Grinder selling. Mm-hmm. This mic is back anyway, y'all. Oh, so hey, just, everybody. Just say hi to everyone. Hey, America. Um, how do you feel about Grindr um, um, sharing, possibly selling mm-hmm. um, people's statuses, status to other companies? I said, for me, I won't be upset. So I'm upset about it because, you know, you're sharing my status with another company, but at the same time, it's kind of public knowledge now. Once I put it on Grinder, that's where I'm kind of. I mean, I'm like, but I'm, it's public knowledge for Grinder, not for, for someone else. To for use. somewhere else, right? I mean, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're putting it out there, but it's almost. I mean, I know it's not quite a HIPAA violation, but at the same time, it is health information, and I just feel like that is not public. That's, that's not public knowledge for someone to market as for, especially because um, Grinder is a location based app. And I know that they, I mean, the data involved is like people moving around. Like they can make a profile based on who you are. So I'm sure they have other information as well because I'm sure they can link to your Facebook. They probably find all this information too. And I think, um, you know, I mean, the fact that this came out right after the whole Cambridge Analytica thing with Facebook with 89 million people. Right, 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 right. I mean, it just kind of brings a really grim picture of like these, these companies know exactly who you are. And like it was never disclosed like in the private, in the privacy policy, Anything like that, that our information can be used for that. And it's just, it's not really important. Got you. I see what you mean in that sense. I mean, like, I, uh, I, I mean, it's, I also like, well, if somebody is like uh, reading, like from another company is reading status of someone on Grinder, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's out there. No, but I mean, but that's, you know what I mean? But, but that's not the point though. I mean, yeah. the company shouldn't be doing that period. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's out there. Like, I mean, I, I mean, you know, if I were to, you know, 
put on a profile that, you know, my grades from high school, it doesn't mean that you can like now sell that just because I put it out there. Right. I mean, like it goes against the privacy policy, I think, of what these companies are and what they represent. And like, I think they're misleading the public. And I think that good, good policy is letting people opt out of it. Like it shouldn't be, well, let people opt into it. Like it shouldn't be like, like I'm pretty sure people knew in advance that anything they put in their profile could be used to sell. You know, I mean, the just, best thing about it, girl, no girl, gonna be selling my naked pictures, girl, because that, well, you know, there might be a market for that. I mean, people do love a good cyst. Wow. Sir. People like a good, uh, uh watch of hemorrhoid, too, so. Yeah, 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 exactly. I guess. You know? <laughs> no, but like, I mean, you know, I, I, I think, actually, I think that's a really valid point. Because like, when I, when we are putting our pro power pictures on Grindr and Scrub yeah. and things like that, we're not assuming that they're going to use our pictures for marketing, right? Right, right, right. So like, why should they get to use anything within our profile as well? That is true. That like, is true. But yeah, if I do that, then I wouldn't put my picture on there either. Like, I don't want you. Well, I guess now that makes even more sense for people who don't want to put um, their profile pictures right. up. Even though I feel like if you're on those things, like you should like announce it. But it's always the ones girl that have like the neck down. Like, I, know, I don't talk to people about a picture. I'm like, girl, that but, don't make no sense. Right. I hate that. That don't make I no sense. That. They're like no face, no chat. And I'm like, but you don't have a face. You don't have a face, girl. So I, I don't. I, no ma'am. No I, guess, ma'am. I guess beggars can't be choosers. Well, you know what? That that is what it is, child. You know, I, it's about time for my summer hiatus from her anyway. Facts. Well, now we can go outside and actually meet people. So. Uh, that's you know, it's funny because last year when I like completely voided all the apps, mm-hmm. everybody knows I have a love hate relationship with those things. Like I do it in the, from like actually I voided it last spring and oh. I didn't sign back onto it until I went back. home. Home oh, for Christmas. Holidays. For Christmas. Wow. It was like that long. Damn. That's it, a good amount of time. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really doesn't, it doesn't phase me either way yeah. because I look, this is not even getting personal, getting off topic, but like, I don't get messages on it to begin with. So just holding on to it is just a hold. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> why? No, no, I'm not opening it up and there's 25 messages. Right. You know, I get one message right every two weeks. I'm a like, girl. Right, that's right. worth my time. Well, I think also, too, like, I mean, the great thing about like spring, summer, or fall is that people are just out. Yeah. So, like, I, just, I have, I feel less of a reason to go and ask because I'd like, rather I do just, that. I can just go to the beach. I yeah. can just go show off my little tank top body and just walk around. And Good for you. She had to announce her tank top body. Oh, that's who she is. I mean. um, so, another thing I was talking about here to the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ <laughs> and I and I <laughs> Americans won't be counted in the 2020 um, census? Oh, okay. yes, LGBT. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm sorry. So, I mean, what do you? How do you feel about that? I already give my I opinion mean, on that. I mean, we haven't counted before, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> like, let's that is the T, right? I mean, like, yes, I mean, it's true T. Yeah, I mean, it sucks that like you know this is the first year where we have marriage like marriage equality and things like that, but I'm like. You know, I mean, I'm not shocked by that. And also, like, looking back at, like, you know, how long does it take for black folks to get counted the census properly? So That's true. That's true. Progress is slow. But I think think (laughs) the census, isn't the whole point of the census, like, correct me if I'm wrong, just Mm -hmm. just as a person of brain, me, Mm -hmm. uh, isn't it the census to find out what type of people are in what type of area? Um, yes and no. So, I mean, it's, that's part of it. It's also just, ident- like, it's, it's, it means a lot of things. Like, one is, like, you know, determine how many representatives your state gets. Okay. It's um, to de- determine, like, what kind of population you have, what kind of, like, um, okay. like income levels. So, let's like, go with that. What type of population you have? True. Just just no, as no, a part, uh, you know, true. it's like a job, you know, going for a job. And it's like, girl, you need to know how to type. And it's like, we're not accepting typers. It's like, right. that don't make sense. Right, because right, right. 
don't you need to know how many homosexual families of people live in this area compared to black or Hispanics, right. Jews, right. you but, know. But also, and to that point, though, I mean, we didn't have Latinos represented for a while either. I mean, it, like, right. progress is slow. And I don't think, I think sometimes oh, yeah, yeah. that white gays get really upset because things are happening fast enough. And it's like, girl, the rest of us have been waiting for a while. For yeah, time, it's, so. just, it's, weird to, it's just weird to me that a, a, a part of a, Part of something that's supposed to recognize what the demographic is is not going to recognize the demographic. It just totally. seems foolish no, totally. to me. No, I mean, and, but yeah, too. And I, I do think that I mean, yeah, this is obviously probably a reflection of the times because we we are in the age of Trump, and I'm sure it's probably one of the first things he like his office changed. Um, but I would say that even though we're not, even though we won't be counted necessarily in 2020, I'm pretty sure in 2030 that question will be asked, as well as other questions that will help guide. I mean, because it's not even just LGBT. I mean, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be good to know, like, how many people are having sex with men? How many women have sex with women? Because, like, that's not... I don't know Ooh, if that's a little much, honey. I don't know if a girl when we got girl. That's my business, honey. Right, right, right. I'm like, no, I do not have sex Mm-mm. with men. Yes. <laughs> no, I do not. No, 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 you know. Oh, but anyway, y'all, so we're getting close here to our vocal master. Oh, who'd you pick? I picked a few people. Okay. It's, just, it's like a jazz, jazz um, vocal master thing. Ooh. So I picked Cassandra Wilson, okay. who is doing Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. It's a Miles Davis arrangement. Oh. oh. Oh, yes. I picked Nina Simone doing Four Women. Yes. Something she was very famous for, which is four different types of uh, women that are considered black. Mm. Black. I want to use that. Uh, there is also Rochelle Farrell, Blackbird, Bye Bye Blackbird, which is from Fosse. Oh, uh, one of the songs that Kendra and Ebb wrote. Made for, Kendra and Ebb wrote for Liza Minnelli mm-hmm. for her Liza with a Z special back in like 74. Which if you've never seen, it's fabulous. It's absolutely fabulous. She is high as a kite the whole time and it's wonderful. So we're going to get into our vocal masters right now. So I hope you guys enjoy and we'll be back with Queer State of Mind. Fall behind 
listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queerstateofmind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Yes, y'all. Oh, that was good. That was really nice. That was really nice. You know, sometimes I like to change it up a little bit, you know. You know, like again, that was um, Cassandra Wilson um, doing um, Time After Time, written by Cindy Lauper. This was arranged by the um, famous Miles Davis, who was Cicely Tyson's ex husband. Really? Yes, a little that's history. Right. That's yes, right. a little history for y'all, a little black history. Mm-hmm. Second one was Four Women um, by Nina Simone, uh, talking about a prostitute, uh, a woman who is biracial, mm-hmm. uh, I think a mother, and a woman who just kind of has, quote unquote, an angry black woman in that sense. So the four it's called Four Women, one of the most powerful songs because it really it runs the gamut of four different types of black women. Um, and then the last one was uh, Rochelle Farrell doing uh, the cover of Bye Bye Blackbird from Liza with a Z, originally written for the fabulous Liza Minnelli. So you guys can look it all up and please listen to Jazz Divas. So now mm. we're going to talk about one of my favorite. You know what? I'm going to say this is two of us because no one, one of my, not one of my favorite. What, oh, yeah. One of my infamous 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 infamous, infamous fags yes mm-hmm. she gets a guh 
Um, yeah, she gets a guh, 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 guh. Um, Perez Hilton. She's so problematic. I just don't like him as a person. I, like, from what I've seen. I haven't liked him since he had his blog, like, what, 10, 12 years ago? When he was just, like, outing people. Like, he was... Right. He's just trash. Right, 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 right. Oh, he's been trash. Um, they lost all that he's weight. He's a part... He oh, he's a part of some of these problematic uh, gay writers who are angry, but they're not putting their anger... Um, they're not putting it in the right place. I'm angry about a lot of shit. I tell you right mm-hmm. now. That's why when we had we have we had a panel. That was shit. I was angry about this shit. I can't, I can't like. I need to do something about, but not like I'm not like. Oh, let me just you know, be mad and out people and do all this mess. But he said that he does not want his son to be gay. It's such a mess. That's and even I was like, okay, I hear you. So where you? I hear where you're coming from with that. You're a 40 year old gay man. Mm-hmm. I understand we're close in age. He's the older. Um. That you don't want him to go through what you went through. Even though the world's different, you still have that thought in your mind as to what you went through. Fine. Not mm-hmm. taking that away from you. But so, well, I'm not gonna he's not gonna be getting in dance classes and all those things. But, but I was like, girl, dancing don't make you gay. Just because gay men might be attracted to dancing more, it doesn't make you gay. And it just pissed me off that everything you've been through, you've actually bid your life on being a messy fag. Mm-hmm. A messy ass fag. Messy fag. You know. So, are you one of those people that, I don't know. You, like, you, you go no, ahead, go ahead. No. So, here's my issue, right? Is that, like, he, his whole thing is, like, oh, I don't want my son to take dance class because, like, dancing can make, like, he'll, he's a That's like, that, that ignorant, straight people it, Exactly. It is, thing. it is so straight. So, I'm, like, so, you, like, the fact that you subscribe to these, like, gender, these gender roles where you're, like, oh, because I know all the answers I know are gay, therefore, right. I can't let my son do that. I'm, I like, mean, yeah, so, I, you, can, I mean, it's fair, <laughs> but, like. It's just so messed up because, like, one, what if the kid wants to do it? Like, this messed up that you won't, like, you're, like, so against it. But then, two, it's, like, so if your son wants to learn how to cook and you tell him no because that's what women do? Like, it's just, like, where does the line stop? I mean, it's just, excuse me. It's just, it's it's really rooted in some really, in a really backward notion and based on, like, all the stuff that Perez has been through and what he's right. seen. You would think he know better. Also, he's, like, lives in L.A. You would think he, like, would know better. But I'm, like, you're just as ignorant and backward as, like, I mean, I've always known this, but, like, You've just proven to me that you're just ignorant and backward as like anyone else. And like, well, I think the thing with Perez was she in L.A. There was also another blog. I can't remember what this, this uh, little blog was back in the day. And they used to like pick these people and like read them. Oh, this person's a prostitute. They're sleeping on these people's couch. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. And it was always this pretty boys out here. I was like, girl. And it was, I oh. feel like, you know what oh, I'm talking I about? I forgot about that one. Yes. yes. Girl, I'm surprised you didn't end up on that. Oh, <laughs> No, and I, no shade. Not, they, not, they never slept with me, so or they wanted me to sleep with them. So, I never so and so the <laughs> thing about it is, it's like this thing where it's like they're angry at the cars that were dealt in the gay world, mm-hmm. and therefore they need to take it out on other. So people. They take it out on other people, on their children, no less. Like, and it's just like, well, like, why did you have a kid if, like, you right, you know, right, right. Like, like the fact that you have you have a kid, and you're like, I want my kid to be straight. I'm just right. like, no. Like, I think it'd be a fabulous to have a gay kid. I mean, <laughs> I'm about to say some shit that's going to be real fucked up, y'all. I'm just going to say it because I'm here with Nike Nederson. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he gets it. I feel like the type of bitterness that those people are exuding, they... Preach. They do not... They have a right to feel the way they feel. But I feel like if that was coming from a black fact, I can accept it more. Because I feel like 
lowest mm-hmm. common denominator. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no, no, I hate to say I, it. I totally get that. No, I, lowest I mean, common denominator. And then if she's not doing that, mm-hmm. trust me. There's a reason. You know, mm-hmm. because... You over here because this person don't want to see you, or you're mad because you're gay, or you're like, I'm a big, you know, big white girl, and nobody wants me. But guess what? Somebody does want you. Somebody will have you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go to that topic, but oh. you can't have that. Mm-hmm. They don't, can't have nothing. So that nastiness that you got getting yourself, and then you start to put down to your kids, and like, I don't want, well, what does it matter? Right. What does it matter? I was mad at him when he was actually went uh, for that uh, Miss USA pageant girl. That said, oh, she didn't yeah. believe in gay marriage. I was like, that's fine. That's her opinion. It's cool. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to drag mother. Right. You right. know? Right. Also, like, you know, the, the <sighs> thing about, like, Miss America and all those things. Like, I mean, the fact that he dragged someone who, a young girl who, I mean, these are, they come from states, regions that are very culturally different from where he is. So, like, right. the fact that he's basically being a hypocrite. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it's been some time now, but, like, that's hypocritical to be like, oh, mm-hmm. like. Like I said, I believe that there's a difference between thinking that, you know, with, what she, with her, not defending her or anything like oh, that. Yeah, of course not. Different to thinking that uh, I'm, uh, I believe marriage between a man and a woman and I believe gay people should not be married. Those are two different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fact. Those yes. are two different things. But with him and with all these topics, I feel like every time he attacks, comes, I mean, I attacks, but every time he gets on something that has to do with LGBTQ, it's very self-serving. It's very well, I... I think he's just very damaged. I think she's very, very damaged. hundred oh, percent. I mean, I think he was def- like, I think he, yeah, I think he's damaged. He never got the help he really needed. Right. And like, I think, you know, he lost all that weight and, and he yeah. probably just like never really checked out. Like, why is he making the decisions he's making? You know? Well, I mean, when she lost, I mean, she looked crazy when she lost the weight. She did, to be fair. Some girls just look good big girl. That's a big girl, honey. Not me. No, I mean, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but some girls look good a big girl, you know, mm-hmm. you know, our, our, our co-host here, Duran, you know, she's putting on about 35 pounds. And she looks great. She looks nice as a big girl. <laughs> she's going to be mad in that girl. She's going to look her. She's going to get, she, oh, look at her. She's she going to get the texting right now. But you know, she's sick, girl. She She's sick right now. She got some bad dick, y'all. Mm. You know, she's back to having dick in. Well, anyway, enough of this. Um, <laughs> Is she really? No, no, no. She, oh. oh, no, no, girl. She's like, no, I, I'm going to stop right now okay. not, because we've been drinking, you know, me and you. Mm-hmm, and uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, oh, there she go. <laughs> oh, okay. she just texted us. Oh, hey, girl. she did, girl. I'm just, hey, girl. Sorry about your bad dick. You know, girl, you know, she ain't getting no dick, girl. She's not have that pep in her step more. Mm-hmm. But on to some more stuff here. So Dustin Lance Black, you know, had a reply for someone. I didn't even see this before. Mm. Who made a comment. So the comment this gentleman made was, let me find so I can read this comment right here. Um, He goes, I don't have an issue with gay people. I want to make that clear. Said the caller who was not identified. But he added, you need the mother there. The mother's the one. Women are very different the way they do things. Everything. That's a given. We know women are different. Right. So Dustin said, uh, there are all different kinds of families out there in the world. And for many different reasons, some more tragic than others. Children are raised by single parents all the time. He said, those children, I like to claim myself as one who was raised by a single mother for some difficult uh, reason. I think I have a very strong mother who raised me incredibly well. It would be wrong to deprive a child of that. And frankly, bizarre and probably impossible. You know, mm-hmm. it would be as much easier. It would be a much easier path if I decide to raise our son in the U.S. but in another country. So pretty much it's like he's saying um, that I think it is important. 
I think, to have a, a female figure around, mm-hmm. especially if you have girls oh, totally. and all that stuff. Um, I don't know nothing yeah. about vaginas. No, but, but 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 at the same time, if you're raising a kid, I think that as if I was raising a girl, I would. She needs a um a, a woman around, around not necessarily that much, but just right, right. have to be some type of female thing around because there's a different. We unfortunately live in a world that the energy and the gender roles and how things have been created, that's not going to be broken down if it were to be broken down for thousands of years. Right. It's ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. So there are certain things that I can give a baby girl as a male mm-hmm. and as a person, no matter how gender non-conforming I am, literally I have a male experience and I'm a male. Right. Yeah. I mean, biology, yeah. you know. I mean, I think also kind of leads to the point that, like, you know, if I were to, let's say, hypothetical, if I adopted, like, a Vietnamese child, like, I would want to. It's very specific. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, like, I think for me, like, I mean, there's things I obviously give as a parent. That's like, but, like, there are certain things that, like, I can't relate to an Asian experience, especially as they're growing up. Like, I think that it would be necessary for them to have, like, ideally, obviously, someone, like, I could have some kind of, like, Vietnamese mentor or something like that, but some kind of Asian right. mentor. I could kind of give, navigate the ropes because, like, I, I, all my experiences as a black man, like, yes. I don't have many experiences as an Asian person. Right. So I can think it's important to have that. But I will also say, too, that, you know, I was raised pretty much single, but by, by, by my mom raised me by herself, basically. Yeah. And I think that, you know, obviously single parents can, like, do the work, but you, know, you can raise great kids. But I think, you know, if you, it's good to have some sort of mentorship available. I mean, I'm, I think even as a kid, I remember, like, even though my mom raised me by herself, like, I mean, like, there were still, like, black men, like, in my life in right. some degree. I mean, they all, they all a lot of people say. don't know, but, but but a lot of people don't know that because there is a. I was talking to someone the other day who was uh, very very uh, had a very like, I was raised by a single woman, but I had a lot of uncles around, me. and it's like I had yeah. every different type of uncle there was. Right, and that makes a difference. So I had all these all these visuals of all these different men, mm-hmm. and there are certain things that when a woman raises you, I was let me go, let me go back to this. I was watching Iguana fix my life. You know, I love oh, Iguana, oh, honey. Yes, everything. When a woman raises you, there's certain things she can do. So there was this thing with, it was Trina Braxton and her son and her, her son not oh. being talking to her husband. Mm-hmm. And Iyana said something that was very, 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 very important. She said, you need to stay out of their business. The 19 year old She said, you need to stay out because mm-hmm. it's men's business. She said, you need to stay out of it. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can Facts. do, yeah. Because it's you know the same thing with sometimes when, when when women get together. I had this happen to me. Funny enough, I was um, I was doing something. I can't give too much details because mm-hmm. somebody might be listening. The person I'm talking about. Uh-oh. I was doing something, and this person was giving me just so much pushback and all this stuff, and I was just so frustrated. I said, like, "What is going on? This makes perfect sense to me." Mm. And I call my friend. And she said, oh, that's just some bitch shit right there that's happening. This is why this is happening. She said, oh, she said, this, funny. This, this is some bitch shit. I was like, that don't make no sense. I said, it doesn't make any sense. It's literally bitch shit. Like, what was it? It has nothing like, to do with you. I, uh, yeah, we can give like a, a broad overview. Very, very broad overview. Like what the topic was. Um. Okay. The topic was two people had something that was similar that was done by one person. Oh, but mm-hmm. the thing is, the two things they had were different. It just happened to be this one person as the example <laughs> of the two things they were doing. Okay. So it was just like, no, I'm not giving you two the same thing. This is just the same person. 
Oh, so it was just very much. It was just so it's like it, it was kind of like two women walking on the red carpet wearing the same like maker's dress. You know, both dresses are different. Yeah, kind of thing. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wearing the same. No. 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 Uh, wearing the dress from the same D- designer. Uh, right. No, wearing the dress. Oh, I'm trying to find the right words. Oh God, come on, come on, say to Carmel. Come on, get your analogy together. Get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Oh, wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. That a designer uh, uh, wearing two different dresses mm-hmm. that the same designer thought was fabulous. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then being like, this so, oh, this is fabulous. It's fine, but they're like, oh, boy, the designer said these two. No, it was like, right. like, like I thought this was fabulous, but okay, but yeah, it was so, like this bitch shit. I like that. Yeah, that's what she said to me. I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it now. But anyway, I think that it's important to have um, examples in your life, especially as as human beings in general. But the guy who called in, I hate when people preface stuff. I don't, you know, I don't have a problem with gay people. Just say what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You do have a problem with them if you have to preface it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you do have a problem with them. You yeah. know. So, Mike, what's up? What else is going on in gay world, girl? Oh, gay world. Well, I mean, let's see. Well, should I talk about me for a minute? You, please actually talk about you as much as you want to. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to start off. Um, So, I think some of you guys know, some of you listeners know that I'm involved with a... um. I volunteer with a group called Impulse, New York City. They are a, well, it's a New York City chapter, but Impulse is a multinational nonprofit um, under um, AHF, who we've had guests on before, a healthcare foundation. And we do um, like outreach education and like try to build community around like safer sex practices and just like having conversations. And I've been volunteering with them for around three years now. And this past week, I was elected to the board as the director of advocacy. Um, so very excited for that. Um, we have some really cool things. Actually, the reason why I was late is because we had a, mo- had a board meeting this morning. So because mm-hmm. we were being late. We're okay with that, girl. Yeah. So, but um, I'm, it's really exciting. We have some we have really cool events coming up. So I might be plucking some events that so you're happy to come and join us um, mm-hmm. when we have them. Um, but I think, you know, it's really important to get our stories told. Um, I feel like, you know, especially for men of color, queer men of color, we just don't really get a chance to share our stories. We have a lot of stories too. We have a lot and very diverse stories. And I think yep. we, like, I really want to take this opportunity to like, tell those stories and really just like build on the momentum that we already have. So um, that's basically what I'm doing. I mean, I'm still obviously going to be here. Um, there will be a few, like, I think the next two weeks I'm actually out because I'm doing training and stuff. But um, I'm just, yeah, it's happening in my gay world. Um, otherwise, it's warming up a little. Not really, actually, it's lies. It's still cold. It's cold. It's still cold. And, I see some boys wearing short shorts. I'm like, no, white people, stop it. You know, interesting, love. This is what happened in my gay world. You know what? I have been um, on a mission to um, be a better Sadu. Ooh. I am. I am. I'm trying to be on a mission to be a better Sadu because, you know, um, I was actually tried yesterday. I was tried tried yesterday. I ain't going to call no names. I was tried yesterday by someone who... um, I'll just say it's very emotional. Oh, anyone I know? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And what I had a reaction, my first reaction was to go in. Mm-hmm, as it is, usually. Because I do not like being, um, what's, I don't like to be the pawn in your emotional roulette. Ooh, ooh. Isn't didn't Grace Jones have a lyric about that? Yeah. No, you like you want to blackmail. No, you want to 
imprison me with your emotional blackmail, something like that. Anyway, continue. right. Sorry. Oh, that's a good yeah. line. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where, like, when you're feeling some type of way about some type of certain things, I, and then you light me up mm-hmm. when I have nothing to do with that. Right. And then be like, oh, that had nothing to do with you. I'm sorry. And I go, okay. It happened a few times. I'm just like, all right, I'm not doing this. So I have a way with people who I love and people who uh, I consider close to me as that I, everybody knows like my humor, my sense of humor and stuff that with them. So I'm never going to give a girl too much, you know, in essence, unless I'm doing it to her face. <laughs> so, and when I really, really like a person, I give them way too much. Oh yeah. That's how you know, that's how you know they do loves you. Like I give them way too much for no reason, but I don't do it in like a nasty way. Right. So I started to treat this person like, I like I'm here and like mm-hmm. and they go back and forth. So finally, because I had made a comment on something uh, on a media post, just joking, in my sense of humor, in my sense, they said no. So I decided. I told this person. I said I am not commenting on anything you do from now on. Oh. And they're like, Well, I don't. Just, I said no, 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 no. I don't have time for emotional roulette. So therefore, what I can control is no matter if you say something funny to me or not, or something you post, or so, I'm not going to do that. There's going to be zero reaction. And I tell, I'm that person, zero. Mm. You don't get to have, the, you get to have this or this. This is how this works. Mm-hmm. So for me to protect myself, so I never get that, oh, mm-mm. so, but I've been working, you know, I didn't cuss them out. I kept calm. I apologized for, you know, I didn't say I'm sorry for, you know, if you took it the wrong way, because I feel that's one of the most bullshit apologies. Oh, I, I said, I'm sorry for the way that makes you feel. Because mm-hmm. that was my intention, I know. So, but I've just been working on being nicer as a person, you know. I'm still petty. I mean, speaking of pettiness, uh-huh. I have a petty story from one of my sisters. Oh, God, what happened? You know, we're going to call her um, Larry. <laughs> Think about it. Okay, continue your story. Larry, you don't get it? No. Okay. The cable guy? No, no. Larry, this is all I'm going to say to you, okay? Uh-huh. You're going to go just in your head. Mm-hmm. You're going to replace the L, and you're going to go through the alphabet, the first three letters, and, re- and replace it. And just <gasps> oh, say, okay, okay, there you go. Got See, it, got it, got it, gotcha. Got it, got it. All right. Oh, okay. So my sister was in an unknown gym in the Midtown area. Oh God! What was she doing, yeah, girl? The same thing we do in the gym. The sign the same room. Let's not act like we don't. We never but, done that before. I mean, what are you talking about? I don't do those kind of things. Oh. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, okay, you know. So she <laughs> she was in one of those places, you know, of things I don't usually do, you know, things like that. So, um, um, and what she do, girl? She had seen a gentleman who wanted to, you know, touch herself, touch her, touch oh, her. Oh, touch her. Okay, okay. So, and this is a petty story. And this mm-hmm. is a story about, now this is a high level of pettiness. Mm-hmm. So, another person comes in, a person, a, pers- a POC person. Okay. Which is some, you know, someone in that sense. Okay. And so, this person um, starts to do things with this other person in the steam room, whatever it is. As they do. And, um... But this other person was really, really like every time Larry was there, was covering up. This <gasps> person did not want Larry to even look at them. Oh. 
oh. in that sense. So Larry went out and Larry came back in and there was a bunch of people lying around, all cellophane people, no shade. Mm, um, mm, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. And this person was going out, but as soon as Larry walks in or somebody else that looks like Larry walks in, this person like covers himself up. And then oh, this person looks like Larry. Oh, no. So at one point, this person had lifted the towel of Nancy Larry. Now, Larry is petty, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. So Larry gets him and Larry says, I'll fix this. <laughs> so Larry goes to the cleaner like, excuse me, I think there's some people I'm fooling around in there. And the cleaner goes like, I don't know. I can't do anything about it. So Larry gets dressed and Larry goes to the front desk of said establishment. <gasps> And point at the girls <laughs> who was carrying on and leave. I don't know if that little them girls got there. That girl got her membership expended or not got carried away. But that, Ooh, ladies that and is gentlemen, petty. is petty the house down. That is petty. Like, oh, I can't have you? You're not going to go to the gym no more. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, does, who wants Larry? I mean, sorry. Mm, wow. Larry. No, Larry has a good heart. Allegedly. That Larry does not have a good heart. <laughs> no, Larry has a terrible heart. Um, uh, but I'm just saying that it was fun to me because it was so. But you know, there was whole. There was a big layer to this whole story that was like, there's one end where it could be that um, Larry was upset because this person did not want them. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, this person who looks like Larry, the fact that they're almost in disgusted by people who look like them coming in. Mm. You know, so yeah. like, well, also, well, I, I don't well, know. I don't know. Well, also to that point, I mean, I knowing Larry for a few years now, Larry can't say. Larry's nope. probably listening right now, yeah, like, no. how, how the hell you over here doing the most? Right, but Larry can't say no for an answer. So there's also that. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, no shade, Larry. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all, you don't understand how messy that conversation was. It's real messy. <laughs> You can you can send me an inbox at QSOM on the, on the Facebook page if you want to know how messy that was. That was really, 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 really that was messy. Real messy. But you know oh. that leads me to the question. Mm-hmm. You know, I know um, our leader Barbara Walters has you know done that in public places. You know, she's listening right now. I don't know if um, Duran has you know because she she says she's celibate girl, but who knows how she got what she got? Allegedly, allegedly, she allegedly celibate girl. Mm-hmm. Like, but but look at her. Who wants to touch that? Mm, no shade hey girl um well everybody want to touch jose oh by the way oh. you know, <laughs> we know that well we all want to touch her honey but real quickly so has anyone not quickly but has mr nika have you ever had a sexual experience in a public place at a gymnasium before in your life um mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna plead the fifth girl okay fine yes what did you I'm not gonna talk about that. Hmm. That didn't involve how people have children. No. I think my mom's listening. Hi, mom. No. Oh no, she cannot. Oh, <laughs> oh, Miss Vanessa, I'm so sorry. Your daughter's a hoe. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I hope not. Um, uh, hi, Miss Vanessa. Miss Vanessa's listening. Hi, Miss Vanessa. Um, um, I have, girl, I have, I have been a lookout for girls. Yes, you have. Well, you know what? Uh, no shit. I'm about to say this. Girls gonna get angry. But you know, back in my most optic days, girl, when the when the girls didn't want to lick up my teddy girl, you know, I would go. I had to be the lookout for the girls, and I I had to donate to the to the to the call somehow. Mm-hmm. So the girl, get your life. I'm gonna be over here and look. You know, 
Sometimes you have to be that girl in the corner touching herself, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh. so sad. I've lived many a life. Right. <laughs> Singing your gospel song to let but, people know. Right. <laughs> and you know what? You know, sometimes I say, you know what, baby? I'm just go ahead and touch your titty right quick. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right quick. Oh, I have a really, really good story, y'all. When we come back, I have a really, really good story for y'all about, because we're about to enter the second hour here. Something that happened to me on the train last night. Y'all, we're about to um, be ready with question of mine. Hour two in a minute. State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn, New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Queer State of Mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to Queer State of Mind NYC at gmail.com. All right, y'all. Welcome back. All right, honey. So I got a quick uh, story here before we go into our throwback track. So last yesterday, I went to see um, Pacific Rim Uprising with my good girlfriend. Oh, how was that? Girl, it was, let me tell you, it was late but cute okay. because, like, there was a slap Ooh. that the kaiju give to one of them robots. Oh, Girl, yes. it was one of the slaps that I, like, one of the, Top two, one of the best slaps I've ever seen in a movie. Are you serious? In my life. Because <laughs> what happened was the robot punched the shit out of the monster, punched the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. She punched the dead in the center of the head. And she had this electric spark go all the way through the monster, all the way through the monster's bar. It went all the way, it went from her tip of her head, all the way to the end of her tail and the edge of her fingertips. She had a spark. And that spark hit King. And that bitch reached over and slapped the shit out that robot. The robot flew like five miles. I was like, oh, my God. She had to fly back to the location. I said, oh, Jesus. That was a good smack. Well, anyway, so I went to the movies, and I just knew to discover that um, Yellowtail now makes a rosé. Shut up. Yes, girl, seven ninety nine. It was cute. Really? You know, I bought a whole bottle of rosé, took it to the movie theater. As one does. Girl, I did. I had a wine glass, and people were looking at me. I was like, eh, whatever. That's a good idea, too. Yeah, girl, the whole bottle. Ooh. So I had a little bit left as I went got on the train to uh, with my girlfriend to go. Um, not my girlfriend. With my, when I went on the train by myself to go home. So this lovely, nice look, not, nice person, this trans woman, trans woman okay. came to sit now. So now... <laughs> This is what's the most awkward thing to ever happen. So I was reaching in my purse just to get my bottle out to get a quick sip in my cup. So I was lifting our eyes locked with each other. And she's smiling at me. I smiled at her. Now, she thought I was smiling at her because I was trying to get the business. Mm-hmm. I was smiling at the bitch because I thought she saw I had a bottle of wine in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole time she flipping her hair and flirting. I'm like, oh, girl, I'm not trying to flirt, girl. No shade. But I'm just trying to get, I just thought you saw my bottle. and You, <laughs> right. you clocked my bottle. So the whole time, girl, we're doing, going through this whole motion. I'm like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> right. This is real awkward. Like, I really am not trying to get on. <laughs> right. No shade. Right. You know, I said, I literally just thought I got caught with a bottle. It was a whole bottle. Not like it was a, no, a whole bottle. Oh, girl. Not yeah. like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you feel like you're the one you so, uh, to share. No, right? but it was one of those things where it's just like, you know, a lot of time, you know, trans women really get the, the edge of the stick, bad and stick in our society here. And I'm just like, I'm like, girl, I'm trying to, I wasn't trying to get on. I wasn't trying to get on nobody. I was trying to get my liquor. 
But it was just really, really funny. Though. I was thinking, I said, oh, that's really hilarious. So, yeah, now we have our throwback track of the week. And this is one of my favorite songs. And this is by um, the original queen of pop, Sheer herself. This Ooh. is from 1978. And we're going to listen to Take Me Home, <gasps> honey. Yes. yes. Y'all, that was Take Me Home by Chur, honey. I love that song. The one that only Miss Cher. That's one of my favorite songs. Me too. Yeah. That's Disco Cher. You know, she, she went all through all those eras. Well, y'all, look. Okay. What are we going to talk about, girl? So, 
Um, let's talk about I guess Sex, right. baby. No. <laughs> oh no. Okay. So we're gonna get to in the end here. I want I want to talk about this towards the end of this segment. So mm-hmm. the first one I want to talk about is um uh yeah know Envo got a new album. Yeah. Um E V three, not even E V three girl. Not even, it's a whole nother so, I heard that song is gonna rock it. Mm-hmm. My thing is I'm not gonna go see um Cindy and Terry and there's a new bitch. Right. Who's from Disney Channel, but still. But the, re- the, the reason why I'm not gonna do that is because En Vogue to me is one of the premier girl groups. Mm-hmm. Like an actual girl group. Not a fifth harmony, not a little mix, no shade, not a Disney's child. Like there were groups that they were singers mm-hmm. that all had leads and they blended. That's how they did their thing. I understand that, you know, Dawn and Maxine, they don't do. But unfortunately for Cindy and Terry, Dawn and Maxine sang all the leads on the Funky Divas album. (laughs) That's the key. Because Cindy and Terry sang the leads on the first album. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, girl, I don't want to hear it. Because Never Gonna Get It is Dawn and Maxine. Oh, and I know that. And Don sings the lead and giving you something he can feel. Mm. And Maxine sings the lead, lead and I'll give it up, turn it loose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I'm like, uh. <laughs> no, I just it just bothers me because I'm like they all broke up because like they thought they'd be better solo, but none of them done anything better since. So I'm like, why don't y'all just come? Well, back? you know, Don had a she was in a group with uh, Lucy Pearl. Lucy Pearl but did had, well. But yeah, had, like one hit and that was it. Yeah, I think that together the thing that bothers me is everybody wants all these girl groups back together. Mm-hmm. Like it makes no sense, no sense. That out of all the girl groups, that escape should be the one <laughs> kind of selling our reader. Escape. Facts. Escape. No, I would, I would they were like the bottom of the bear of the girl groups. Don't right, get me right, wrong. Right, right. I mean, I would kill to go see uh, Invoke the original four. Like, I, would, I, would, I would go. What for- I would have done, no shade, I would have gathered Invoke, mm-hmm. SWV, mm-hmm. Um, TL, TC. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> no shade. Facts. T she have, have a hologram. Yeah. Um. And uh, escape. And then I'll have brownstone open. Ooh. And you know, I'll have brownstone open. And brownstone open one day. And then I'll have my what's their name? Total. Uh, 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 total be nowhere. <laughs> that this is all woman still not little boys. Seven oh two. No, no one. They've been. And what's their name? Uh, Jade. Ooh, don't walk away. Yeah, and every day of the week. So I would have had that. I would have had you know they were all co-led together. That would have been my tour, mm-hmm. and that because this tour would have slayed the girls, you know. Mm-hmm. But that mess of uh 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 no no I cannot. No, that just, would not be um no. It's just really unfortunate. Like, I really wish that they would just be like. like just, yeah. like, I'm sure they all need money. Can't right. you just be like, hey, let's all get together, do a reunion tour, right? Of like Essence Festival, the originals. Just come back, make your coin, and call it a damn right. Day. Right. I mean, for me, you know, my fa- one of my 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 favorite girl groups um is um the Point of Sisters. Mm. You know, they used to be four of them, and then it became three of them. Right. You know, and then the, literally Point of Sisters as a group. They stopped performing because a bitch died. Right. I can live with that. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a valid. They lost one sister, then another sister died. They're like, well, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they were the biggest girl group from in the 70s and half of the 80s. I love them. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. So there was that. So, all right. So, speaking of another musical topic, so black I guess, is not a group. Oh. We said, oh, black. Oh, yeah, oh. Duran. 
black. You know, girl, she young. Well, she, all, well and also one of them mm-hmm. died, so it's only two of them too. Black so. was a bullshit girl. Oh, baby, I, bring it and Duran, on. Little Mix is actually decent. Girl, we don't want decent, okay? We want great. I, I want great. I'm not dealing with that mediocre mess. Right. That's how mm-hmm. it ended up with no harmony. Ooh. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, want, I want that Joe Jackson one. That bitch don't sing her part. Punch her in the face, girl. <laughs> uh, like what? Uh, if you ever seen the um, the uh, movie Twenty Feet from Stardom, when the background singers were singing, Mary, uh, what's her name? Uh, she was a back, she's a famous background singer. She was missing her note singing with um, Ray Charles. He literally banged out her note in the middle of a concert. Wow! You know, you know mm. that is the problem because these girls running around here going, "Well, you know, I almost got the note. That is good enough. Mm-mm. You can mess." Mm-mm. Mask. Get bitches that can fucking sing. If you're gonna right. call yourself a singer, right? And, uh, if you, and if you don't, if you can't hit the note, then you ain't, you, you're walking home. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. I, I don't I don't dislike the little mix. They're good for what it was, girl. But I'm not gonna sit here and be like, well, you're gonna you're gonna talk about black. Why of course you gonna bring up black? Why? Why, girl? Ooh, she don't got my blood pressure up. Speaking of blood pressure, Marvin Gaye, well, she got shot and no blood pressure. I guess his birthday oh. was his birthday was recent, and we're talking about the um the blur lines verdict. I don't think those songs are the same. They mm. have the same groove. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not the same. Yeah, that's right because that like that ruined the all that money because people they have the same groove. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time there are songs that are similar because they might be in a similar key and they might have a similar thing. Um, like when the whole thing happened with uh, Express Yourself and Born This Way. Right. They just have a similar chord progression. They're not even in the same key and they don't even use the same chord. Chord progression is different. Mm-hmm. It's just the way the music moved. And no, Madonna could not sue because Madonna literally did um, copy from uh, Staple Singers, Respect Yourself. So the more you know right yeah, there. So you can't steal from a girl that's already stole some shit. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> So if the mm. staples weren't mad about Born This Way, she shouldn't be mad about Born This Way. Well, Marvin Gaye, and did, did you think the songs were like the same? I thought the groove were the same, and it was yeah. a similar style. Right. Well, also, I remember, too, like when the verdict, I remember when that verdict came out, like wasn't there like a big thing that people were like, oh, God, this is actually really, really bad for music as like an art form because now right. you could, because it was like such a far off, like right. it wasn't close enough to actually really be plagiarism. Right. Um. So like. I remember, like when the, I remember when this verdict was like first being talked about, that people were like, "This is really bad because what does it say for people who do samples?" Or like, I mean, it was like it's kind of like this, like you know, right? If you don't get the prop, like if you, if you're a little too close, like, right? But the thing about it is, for me, plagiarism is literally having the same exact thing. Exactly. So for me, if I wrote a song like Timbaland, yeah, if I wrote if I wrote a song in, in E flat mm-hmm. major, mm-hmm. and I went from E to an F to a low D flat and up and kept going. And somebody wrote the same song mm-hmm. in D flat and went from a D flat to an E. I'm doing my missing right now. They used the same melody in mm-hmm. a different key. Mm-hmm. That's, That's plagiarism. Yep. They just changed the key or they mm-hmm. used the same key. That's literally adopting the same thing. Yes. If the songs happen to sound similar, like Sam Smith doing Stay With Me, and someone's like, oh, it sounds like Tom Petty. Uh-uh. I won't back down. No, the chord progressions the same. The melodic progressions kind of the same because... He's 20-something years old. So when you're writing a song, if you've heard that melody a lot of times, you're not necessarily conscious that you, you're not writing, you're not going, I'm, but I won't back down, you know, mm-hmm. so stay with me. That is a dun-dun. Mm-hmm. That is something that's using music so, so much. much. It's the perfect fourth. Right. Oh. And, like, if you, if you, yeah, I mean, I think if you, like, you study music, you just kind of know these things, right? So, I mean, yeah. it's like, it just kind of happens. It's like, you know, that's like saying if you have a sentence, like, you, yeah. you use certain, like, the certain, like, beats, like, how you write right. Sentence, like, right, you know? right, right. 
I think I, I just find the, I find the whole thing absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So well, anyway, let's go ahead and jump to this. I wanted to put this off before we went into the break music because mm-hmm. I really wanted to talk about this. So, um, so RuPaul's Drag Race episode three was everything. Oh my god, it was so good. Was everything, y'all? It was absolutely everything. Um, everybody knows what I like about the race this season is I am living for I'm living for all the queens. But I'm specifically living for there are certain queens that I love. Mm-hmm. I love me some Asia O'Hara. Yes. I love me some. I really love me some Monique Hart. Yes. I love me. Mon- I love all the girls. I love all the girls and everything that's going on here. And this episode, actually, this whole episode was very important. Just a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the whole thing oh, between yeah. Vixen and Aquaria talking yes. about some, the, the thing. Now, the Vixen... She's a little intense for me, but that is who she is. That being said, she did not go out of her way to start with any girl. She did not start with a girl. A girl started with her. Right. And then when she spoke out about the girls, that girl, you know, the pretty much what I'm getting to here and guess to untuck you watch it. Uh, Aquaria came in on the Vixen hard. And the Vixen came right back. And now Aquaria couldn't take it. So you're going to say, girl, that was not your best, best drag. And she lit you. Mm-hmm. And then she, when she told her this, she was trying to make this bitch seem like she was the mean one mm-hmm. when she was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And when the best thing is the topic of race came, I actually read some, I read some um, comments. I watched the YouTube review video, which younger, after 20 some year white kids, they didn't get the fact, oh, it's not about race. Like, of course, you're not going to get it. It makes no sense to you. Mm-hmm. But the point is, whether she was wrong or not, they were both assholes. 100%. They're going to look at her as she's attacking her. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere in the conversation she's going to say, well, bitch, you attacked this person. Mm-hmm. You know, you're making me seem like I'm a crazy person. Yes, I may be mean, but I, you, 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 re- you read me the house down and I mm-hmm. read you back. And now you start crying. Now right? you start crying. You know, it reminds me of, you remember, like... That's what happened to Kennedy Davenport, excuse me, in season seven. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's what happened yeah, to her, because yeah. Kennedy was, like, they were reading her, she reading them back, oh, but you know, it's like, oh, she's a mean old black woman. Right. It reminds me of, remember, like, with Dallas Barbecue, when that one guy beat that man with that chair? Yes. When it all, when it actually all came, came out, out, that the white man was the one that's antagonizing everything, but oh, no, like, by the time that the truth came out, like, that, that, that man was, you know, he was already, like... You know, right. pris- like you know, he was already executed by so like public opinion. Like right. he was done. Right. And it's like right. And it's just like why do white people get to play victim and when they're the antagonizers? Right. And that's what my problem. And that's one of the big things that came out uh, came up on drag was so important. It was so, so, so important. And then when Miss Cracker said, Well, Grace, you're bringing down to a five and you know what, I've got um Vixen, she said, Girl, why do I have to come down to a five? Mm-hmm. And this bitch came for me. Mm-hmm. About and I've had this conversation with friends before who would tell me like, well, you know, do you think you're overreacting? I said, don't come to me. When someone says some fucked up shit to me, then when I said, how can I help you? If someone says some fucked up shit to me, don't come to me about my reaction first. Mm-hmm. Go to them and say, you said some fucked up shit. Exactly. That is how you help me. Mm-hmm. You know, don't tell me how I should react to some shit like that. And that's why. I liked about this, you know, partly. It was but good. It was good. But let's go to some of my favorite moments. What were some of your favorite moments from the episode? Ooh, um, favorite moments. I mean, the, obviously, Asia O'Hara, her face 
the entire episode was just hilarious. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Girl, um, I was just, I'm just like, you go, girl. Giving you early man, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Um, I mean, I loved. I mean, I think we talked about this on the show. Like Cameron Michaels, like outfit. Even though she's trash. Let me tell you, when she came out, that was Cher. Yes. That was straight up Bob Mackie share. Mm-hmm. It was very vintage 1976 share. I mean, I guess because I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, I was like, she, it's just been like Ugh, for me. Right. But when that bitch turned the corner, I was mm-hmm. like, that is amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything about the outfit yeah, was done. Totally. I, mean, I give her two episodes tops. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> that was amazing. That was one of my favorite office, of course. Fucking Asia O'Hara, the Tweety Bird. Bird. That was everything. The brilliance of the hands being the mouth. Yes, that was so. And smart. the hair, the little. I mean, the whole, the it was whole. So co- smart. I was like, this is ridiculously brilliant. They could not clock it. They all. could not clock it. It's like, bitch, I can't clock it. Mm-mm. We can't clock this. Mm-mm. It was such a good look. It was such a good look. You know, because it was like she's a pageant queen. She is. She is one of the pageant queens. If you don't know who it is, you know. And they couldn't go like, well, girl, you should have, you should have done. She's like, they were like, that's good. Um, so who are your favorites so far? Favorites so far? Um, Monet Exchange. She needs to pick it up, though. She does. That, that she outfit, does. That outfit. She's Mon- too basic. I mean, like that short hair it's thing. It's very, I hate to say, it's very, very New York in that basicness. I mean, that's the thing, too, right? I mean, so, you know, we live in New York and we've seen these queens. Like, I mean, I think that she's a good, she has a good spirit to her, but like her drag game needs to be picked up. And I, I'll say this, I'll say this in the best way possible, in the cleanest way I can say it. It would be great if the caliber of black queens this season were like those when Bob were on. Yes. No shade. Yeah. Where your sense of humor can just carry you. Mm-hmm. But Monique has the same sense of humor. She's hilarious. But when that bitch came out now, white women go face you. Her drag is elevated it's, with uh, her sense of it humor. Is, it is, it is. So, Monet, you have to, you know, you have to come in. Mm-hmm. Already with that. And like, already with that. Not like, I said, girl, that two-piece of Nene Leaks wig. And if you watch it, the bonus, mm-hmm. Asia was like, girl, that wig. No, like, she's reading her. She's like, girl, I just agree. You want me to come and do something? She's like, <laughs> And Monet's like, no, I'm like, it's just like, oh, girl, that's like. But right. well, also because I think it's like the second week in a row where she's had a short wig like that. And it's like, right. you're not big. Like, yeah. you're, not, you're not giving the drag persona. Yeah. Um, Ain't got Mayhem, who is oh, lip synced the house down. Yes. I like, I feel like Monet needs to come in. She's not, it's, it's, she can't rely on that person because all, they can't. all have that's, personalities. Well, that's the thing too, right? I mean, I think that's what a lot of, like, I feel like the New York queens, especially, it's like they have one or two things. Either they're look queens or they have like, comedy personality and right I, that's great but i'm like you need that right. bridge and you don't have that bridge that so many other queens from like that pageant world and things like that have. yeah um, yeah this, that's that polish you need that polish i yeah. love monet i love monet i think monet is that i think he's the adorable guy the guy in his class is a boy hmm. you know and so she's one as for my monique favorite Hart, yeah i like monique yeah. i like oh, she, I, I, she's monique, I monique just reminds me of somebody you can just kick you with and when she said girl if i watch this episode and best storm on the bus I'm a, they were gonna get an ungodly phone call <laughs> yeah, that was everything that was everything <laughs> I, she's funny it's real she's like it and one of the best thing that monique did was she was like about to go up she said let me check my tone mm-hmm. just before i finish my statement mm-hmm. there's something very professional and something very she explains herself very well mm-hmm. with things it's not yelling she was trying to get um fix them together like girl don't block your blessings i understand right. going up but just don't don't just go up every time right. you know you know 
So, and I think that, and I think for me, what I love about this drag race is the camaraderie of the black queens. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, um, so that I'm living for. Yeah. You know, I'm living for the camaraderie of black queens. Me too, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see who's going to go home next. I mean, I think the person who went home this episode deserved to go home. Yeah. I was surprised, you know, um, I don't know. I, I'm I mean, my top, my top, yeah, my top, top three, top. Mm-hmm. I would love Monique, Asia, Monet and Mayhem. Yes, you can call me racist, whatever. No, I, but, I think those but, four right there to me are, are really the, the cream to, of the crop. But to be fair, I think the best queens in the, this season so far are the black queens. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a fact. And because they're, uh, for lack of a better term, they're doing that very old school drag mm-hmm. in it, that sense. I mean, it can be Blair St. Clair. I do love her. I do love her too, but she, I mean, she can't dance. She's very clean though. She's, she, has she, a, she has a clean mug. Looking like one of the lesbians out of drag. Yeah. Yes. I want to call her Denise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she always bring that nasty potato salad. The thing you're like, mm, Ooh, yeah. Denise, I'm brought that mm-hmm. Well, yo, we're going to get into the break music here. And for this week, I picked two tracks that are old school bumps. There's only two tracks because one is a little mighty long. Uh, but uh, two tracks that are going to slay y'all. We have Run We Go by Big Sister. This is the Slay the Kids back in the day, girl. Which is uh, Shuck and Buck to this. I don't know what Shuck and Buck is, is dancing. And then I have the Funky Green Dogs um, fired up. So please enjoy your listening to Queer State of Mind.
control Like a fire burning deep in my soul, yeah And when I feel you, it feels like I'm in heaven It goes on forever like a diamond of gold And when I hear you calling, it's like heaven I wait there forever till I'm out of the cold, yeah And when I hear you calling, I'm in heaven We'll be there together, no, I won't be alone Well, when I see you, you make me lose all control Like a fire burning deep in my soul, yeah And when I feel you, it feels like I'm in heaven It goes on forever like a diamond of gold And when I hear you calling, it's like heaven I wait there forever till I'm out of the cold, yeah And when I hear you calling, I'm in heaven We'll be there together, no, I won't be alone take queer minded with you wherever you go subscribe to our feed at radioqueerminded.com slash qsom or find us on itunes stitcher radio and other popular podcast networks just search for radio queer minded now let's get back in a queer state of mind yes y'all yes that was a good old uh, 90s house bump sonny that was real cute i mean yeah mm. you know back in like 97 98 you know when i was a young queerling running around mm-hmm. 165 pounds five Aww. pounds from my normal well no eight don't like her eight pounds from what i am right now <laughs> Still, that's 173 bitch yes. um we'll just go to the club that's spinning around me and my good girlfriend i was supposed to be here and then text me that she wasn't coming i'm not gonna call her name i'm just going don't mm-hmm. do it don't I'm, do it you you are you are sorely missed you're um, not uh-oh. right now because i'm pissed he didn't text me and you won't come but it's all right um, and we used to do that. And then fire that used to come out. That was for my girlfriend, uh, Kaveta Black, huh? You know, she, we used to get our lives over there. Well, I love those songs. I mean, it was just cause like, it's funny too, because like, well, for the first song, particularly, I remember like RuPaul sampled that for her cover girl. Yeah. Yeah. And the second song, I'm like, I still, like, you still hear those songs. Like, oh yeah, like, absolutely. It's, kind of, it's, it's great. Absolutely. That's what I like about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I just read something here on the Facebook we're going to talk about before we get to the topic I want to talk about before. Uh-oh. So, um, Pat Robertson, y'all know that um, that old man girl, Miss Pat, Ms., uh, Patricia Robertson, Mm-mm. she says she is being dominated by homosexuals. Let me go ahead and read her statement. She goes, Oh, no. You figure lesbians, 1% of the population, oh, specifically lesbians, homosexuals, 2% of the population. Does she understand that homosexuals and lesbians are under the same umbrella? No, never mind. She's old. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all. That's statistically all. But they have dominated the media. They've dominated the cultural shift, and they have infiltrated the major universities. Wow. <laughs> it's just unbelievable what's being done. A teeny tiny minority with a huge difference. The minority, it's time to wake up. I'm like, first of all, girls, we have all the coin. Mm-hmm. Facts. Okay? 
We have all the coinage right now. And yes, they haven't, they've been infiltrating your universities for a long time. Girl, do you have church musical director? Mm. Your choir won't sound like that. And when the choir sound like trash, you don't have, you know, you don't have a fag at the helm. You know, <laughs> you know, um, you know, but I mean, as always has, as I mean, it has been since the dawn of time. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, what? Where did he not think that the girls have been around, you know, giving up the business since the beginning of time? Right. I mean, I'm just wondering, like, what's going on in his house right now that he feels the need to say this message today? Of, like, you Nothing, know? girl. I just wish no shade. I don't wish death on anyone. But, you know, if she decides that she wants to take a break from the, her life, I won't be mad at it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, said she should die to take a break. I mean, from life. I mean, she's up there. Um, well, but it's just, it's just like unfortunate that, like, I'm like, of all the time, like, what, like, is there some kind of like gay convention going on that I should know about? Oh, Pride season, right? Never mind. Yeah, I mean, well, in April, though, the <laughs> girls are out, yeah, but I think that, you know, that's, you know, from, yes, yo, I'm about to say something, please do not judge me. I do get my life to the 700 Club. I do. Oh, we were talking about that last week. <laughs> I do. Okay. I'm still an old Christian slash Muslim fan. I get my life to, I get my Joe Osteen on. I get my seven. I, I'm not gonna I lie. get my seven hundred cl- uh, uh, club on. I mean, I know. So I mean, full well, we know that full disclosure. Girl, you used to send me clips. No, I mean, don't, articles. Don't, girl, don't, don't your, me bro. life. Like I, I feel. I mean, whatever. I, I can, I can. Separate. But he ain't. I never seen him talk about the girls. I don't talk about. Yeah, me neither. I just sometimes you got to receive messages from messengers you do not want. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, girl, he, I used to get my Jimmy Swagger in. They have some good messages sometimes. Girl, but, like, but I'm telling you, you know, I'm not saying you should watch this thing, but girls, sometimes the 700 Club does go in. Mm-hmm. It does go in. But when I get to talk about the girls, I change the channel. But sometimes it do go in. I'll say that much. And the faces on there are always beat for the gods. Oh, my God. Aren't they, though? Always beat I love Joel for Stay. the gods. Like him and his wife just beats. Oh, he's a, he's a good looking man. He is a good looking man. I think Ori's touched him before. I'm not sure. Oh, girl. My mom's met him before. She has pictures with him. Really? Did your mama touch him? I don't know, but I think she would. <laughs> he's a good Christian man with lots of money. Mm. I mean, not to say this one, but no, I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> continue yeah, that. Sure. Continue that. We're going to jump off that topic. Yep, yep. I know Miss Vanessa, she'll be like, what the hell are you talking about? I am not that way anymore. <laughs> 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 well, y'all, so this Friday, uh, Miss Cardi B, honey, Miss Bellatrix, uh, what's her name? Belcazar. Ooh. Alcazar. I don't know. You know her running. Alcazar. Something like that, you know. Um, <laughs> Ori gave just to, <laughs> just told us I secretly watched your old thing too, Ori. Girl, we all do, girl. We all get our life to joke. Ten o'clock on Sunday, bitch, it goes in. I don't care what any girl say. Mm-hmm. I do that while I'm eating my Chick Fil A. Yes, yes. Um, that's also delicious. Yes, that's always. Oh, speaking of Chick Fil A, did you know that they are on track by 2020 to be the third largest fast food chain in the country? I don't know if I wanted to be there because you know they are getting the girls together. But at the same so time, good. you know, I want to like secretly like go in there and have my, you know, that girl, that grilled chicken, or them, or that white cheese. Oh, the white cheese is oh, so good. So also, good. There's, there's sausage. Um, they have a uh, that sausage. They have a chicken breakfast burrito. Oh, so good. I might have to try that. It's real good. With, uh, with, uh, with, with hate in my heart. With, with hate in my heart. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm gonna walk in with my pride flag and be like, "This is disgusting." Right. I'm gonna number four. <laughs> I, I'm gonna need number. <laughs> I'm gonna need number two, spicy, <laughs> spicy grill, grill, because in a waistline, waistline. What? <laughs> and it was a sweet tea, sweet. Oh, girl, I, I can't drink the sweet well, okay. tea. I'll, I'll have yours. You can have my sweet tea, girl. That diabetes is not gonna take me from here. <laughs> um, so you know, Cardi B released her album, Invasion of Privacy, on Friday. Mm-hmm. 
And I haven't listened to it yet. I just downloaded it, you know, just out of goodwill. And if it's trash, you will really get off my phone real quickly. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I'm just going to randomly pick a song. I saw something that I love, that I didn't like. I saw Scissor on the song. So I said, let me go ahead and just, you know, give this a try. So we're going to play a track from here. We, we haven't heard this yet. So we don't know what it's like. So you guys are hearing this for the first time with us. So let's see what she's giving up, what she, what she is giving up here. No wonder, wonder why I do whatever I like I do What I like I do, I do
Ryor, that was Cardi B. I do Fisher and Scissor. What do you think, Miss uh, Peterson? Um, I mean, it was it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the beat was cute. I just, I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm sure the rest of the album is fine. Everyone has like you know some tracks on here. I was just like, I'd been more from Scissor, um, but you know, it was it just wasn't really. I don't know. I feel like it, I feel like it could be like the track girl. Is, you're old. That's what it is. Okay, fine. that's you know that good old it's, it's trap just, music. I mean, like, it, it, the pussy for the week. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Like, okay. No, so, it, it, it's it's the it's the music older day. So you know. Yeah. Well, speaking of other album releases, yes, out, yes. So um, did you listen to Kylie Minogue? I have not. We can pull out. up a track for her too. Yeah, it's actually, did, did you download it? I did download it. Oh, please, um, yes, please find oh, it. No, I can't. I have, a, I have an iPhone. Oh, that's right. You don't have, I'm downloading that whole album. Don't, don't, got, don't worry about it. We can put it next I got to listen to her first. No, no, well, you know, Kylie albums are usually cute. cute. No, it's actually, but that dancing song was trash to me. It, so, so, okay. So, here's the album, right? So, it's a pop album with, like, as Jose put it, with like country like elements, right? It actually, it's actually really cute. Um, I don't think there's not like. So, once again, everybody's doing Joanne. Gaga's Basically. like really right. So everybody <laughs> gonna do this now? Yeah, everyone's doing everything. Everyone's doing country. Uh, yeah, uh, a year and a half. Let's just like oh, everybody gonna do a country pop album again because mm-hmm. I. Yes, yeah. no, 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 that's it. I mean, except, except Taylor Swift, right? <laughs> yeah, she did do the last pop album. She I'm did, going, I'm but um, no, I mean, it was it's cute. I I I I liked it. I, I don't know. If there's, and there's a, like, I don't think there's like any tracks in particular that I'm like, oh my god, I need to listen to this repeatedly. No, because you know, um, Aphrodite was everything. Oh, Aphrodite, I think is everything. I know, I know every song on Aphrodite. Me too. From beginning to end. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, the song that's the bareback song, Closer. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, it makes can't, beat this, can't beat this feeling. Yeah, one of my favorite songs. You know, but um, no, I mean, the, and the album, Kiss Me Once was everything. Oh, oh Kiss Me Once was everything too. No. I, I still I have. Gonna cancel. Yeah. So there's nothing. I mean, there's. I mean, I think once I listen to it again, I think I'll have a better idea. I mean, there's definitely some good. Like, like yours sincere. Like sincerely, yours is a cute song. I really like. Okay, I'm uh, gonna have to just go ahead and um. I'm just all the way through. Well, it's Kylie. You know, it's, it's Kylie. She's actually one of the artists in the past. Few years that I've actually listened to the album from yeah, beginning to end. Me too. She's like one of the few artists. I will do that too. And like it's in that regard, it's a good album okay. because you can listen to it from beginning to end, and it makes sense, right? I think. Right. Um, like I, I just don't know if there's any particular standout songs. Yeah, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing either. When you have a whole album that you're like, I can start it from dan- from track one and listen to it all the way yes. through. That's not a bad thing. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's it's good. Like, I think it's good mood music. I think right. it might be like. It's like good lounge music, possibly even, and also her voice. <laughs> shut up! I never said that. that but her elevator, voice, elevator music, yeah, home. Right. yeah. But her voice is actually good for country. I think for in, in, the, in the country that she's doing it in, let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, you know, that is, but but you know, who was a country star in Australia before her? Danny Minogue. No, girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, the girl that always gags the girls because she is um, the number. Number seven most successful Billboard Hot 100 single woman of all time. She always gags the girls. Number seven. Number seven out of everyone. You know you have. Um, so you have Mariah. No, okay, let me go. I think it's Madonna. Uh, I think Mariah, Janet, Whitney, Rihanna. Funny enough. I know she's up there. No, no, this person's number <gasps> six. Oh. <laughs> I know it is. You know it is. See. Yeah, Olivia Newton. Olivia Newton John. Yes, she was a country singer. Metro, have you ever been mellow? Yeah, she was a country singer. Yes, thank she you. Country Ari. singer, honey, and then she give girl white fish, honey. She give you precursor Jessica Jessica Simpson. I said, right. I'm just gonna be white. <laughs> just that's be real that white. That's just how that goes. But then she you know she's in that Kylie's in that same vein. She's kind of yes. like you know she comes she's cut from that cloth. Yes, you know. 
So, I mean, after all this country thing, I, so I, my prediction, mm-hmm. Madonna's going to come out with a country album. Hear my words. Mark my words. She'll come out with a country album in the next year. She better not come off an album at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she will. You know, she's like sitting on those eggs waiting for them to hatch. You know, uh, she is ready. She's going to have, she's going to have a country album, but it's going to be a country dance. You'd be like, what the fuck is this? And we'll be like, mm. and then she'll have that one like acoustic guitar song because that's what she does now. Mm. 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 I mean, I and then I was getting my life to the gym today. I posted it on Facebook to uh, Into the Groove. That song is everything. And uh, Miles Away from the Hard Candy album, which goes in for me that too. That song is great. Also, like, okay. Incredible from from the Hard Candy album. The Hard Candy album, I, was really, I thought it was kind of cute. But yeah, I, you know what? At the time, I liked it because it was a Madonna album. But now I looked back and I said, like, I don't know about this. You know? Mm. You know? Ooh, Avicii. That could be good. I could totally see Madonna. No, because then Ori liked that crackhead music. Yes, Aurethia, you heard what I said. You, you know, she liked that crack. The sandstorm bullshit. Like, bitch, I'm, I'm having a seizure. What's going on? Da, 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 da. Don't make me over. Yeah, no, girl. Because um, one day I came in here and this bitch was playing some shit. I said, girl. I said, first and foremost, I got to call my ecstasy dealer right now, bitch, because I can't. I mean, no, no. I mean, to be fair, that is Madonna's audience now. <laughs> name name a non-circuit queen that loves Madonna. Go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They do love them so much. Girl, they be defending her. She, I said, did she though? Did she? I, you know, you know, I love Mash, honey. Mash is my girl, but I mean, girl, stories is everything. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Uh, <laughs> mm. But yeah, so Kylie has a new album. Tony Braxton has a new album. Um, and has a new album. I'm not gonna say Vogue. And has a new album. <laughs> girl. And Vogue out of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Tony Braxton has a new album. Oh, she does? Yes, girl, Sex and Cigarettes. Oh, that's right. That's right. The that's... first time I played was from Sex and Cigarettes, girl. It was good. As <laughs> I was giving you a DJ voice, that was from Tony Braxton. New song Sex and Cigarettes. Sex and Cigarettes, girl. Ooh, that's not Dion Ward from Got to Be Real. <laughs> okay, has it. Some Sex and Cigarettes. <laughs> That is ridiculous. Oh, speaking of, isn't there a Dion bi- biopic? Who was cast to pe- play Dion? Do you know? Oh, Latoya Luckett. That's right. Okay. Formerly of Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. You know, she did have a number one album at one she point. She did. She was the second Destiny Child member to have a number one album. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I know. Take that, Kelly. I had a song called Torn. That Aww. was a good song. That was good. that was a really, really good song. Mm-hmm. A really, really good, good song. Good for her. I'm happy for her. Now, yeah, she's playing Dionne Warwick. And, uh, it's going to be good because, you know, uh, D-Night Warwick has a, had a lot of... Well, she was the pop queen of the 60s. She was. She was the pop queen of the 60s. You know, she was giving all, you know... Mother said, you know, I'm going to go ahead over here. Everybody singing soul music. I'm going to go ahead and sing this white people music. Mm-hmm. Girl with this piece of buck teeth. Backs. And this piece of gown. And it give worked. the girls hell. It worked. I'm sorry, Dr. Warwick. Yes, with two degrees. She, Look it up. She does have to. She does have. She, she actually earned her doctorate degrees. Yes, she's not one of those honorary ones. Yes, yeah. no shade to honorary. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a difference. Just but isn't that up. incredible though? Let's before let's end on this. Isn't that incredible? Mm-hmm. Dionne Warwick, one of the greatest divas of the 20th century, mm-hmm. one of the most respected musicians out there, one of the most revered black singers of our time. Had the massive success in the 60s, 70s, 80s, hits, this Grammys, all of that, mm-hmm. gold platinum albums. And as a black person, she still wanted to get her degree. Mm-hmm. In 1960s. 
Like she still feel like I have to. You know, she didn't. She actually graduated college before she started singing. Oh right, because so her parents wouldn't allow it. That's good. Right. She had her masters before she started singing. Time. That's a different time, right? Then she would had her masters or bachelor masters started singing. But the fact that in the eighties, this woman's just like twenty something years later, you're like one of the most famous singers of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, had some coins, mm-hmm. you know, because the IRS situation. Mm-hmm. And she was still like, I have to go to school mm-hmm. to get a degree. Like that's time. gonna make me feel, I like, but you don't need to. But no, but but I mean, but like also looking at the time though, it was yeah. Like, I think she like, I guess because like you know, I guess you're black in the entertainment industry. Like anytime you can just have. That I think they were looked down upon. To be honest with you, by the civil rights leader, right, and like the intellectuals, I think they were looked down upon as just like the entertainment. They totally. weren't respected by their fellow. They were more respected in the white establishment than where by the fellow black mm-hmm. people probably because they were not educated in that sense. Totally. So I'm just thinking about it. That's yeah. very I mean, deep to me. Was, I mean, also it's a different time. I mean, just like she grew yeah. up in the age of segregation where like education, like for like for like a good, you know, 60 years, like from like maybe like 19 teens to 1960s, yeah, yeah. like black people getting education was the highest degree. Like even like my right. my great grandmother put all of her daughters in college. Right. And it was like the 1940s, right. right? So like it was just a different time. Like that's what you did as a black person, because like because we were so ingrained that education was the only way that we could move up, right? And we can be sustainable. So like it was, I think that she was part of that mindset. I mean, I think that totally changed in the 70s. Obviously, I mean, it's just really interesting. It's fascinating, to me. right? Yeah, it's really really fascinating to me because I'm like, how can someone who um, literally has that much success? Be like, I have to get this degree. I have to get this degree. But I kind of get it, actually. To be honest, I kind of get it. Because I mean, I mean, it's still there. I mean, it's like even now. I mean, you know, I mean, not that I had like a career as an 18 year old, but I was like, I knew I need to go to school. Right. You know, I mean, I think, you know, that's so ingrained. I mean, yeah, I think it's so ingrained in a lot of people. Like, I mean, you still hear about sometimes you hear about like these college athletes who are so great. They're already getting calls from the NFL and NBA. And they're like, no, no, right, no. Right, right. I'm saying to like get my degree because they know better than to like trust like the white man's game, quote unquote, you know? I it's very that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. To say this. That's very, very interesting to me. I think that that's kind of brilliant at the same time. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all, we have come to the end and you know I'm trying to find this little piece of closing track here. And you know I'm gonna pick another random track of um, Cardi B's album. Um no I'm gonna close with uh, um Bardi Cardi, which is the one I like and I know because it's a little ratch. So we would like to thank you guys for listening to Queer State of Mind. Next week, we're going to have more people in here. We're going to get Duran back. You know, hopefully she would have recovered from that bad dick, honey. Mm, your poor you know, throat. But bless her throat, girl. But Oh, yeah, but um, I won't be here, so I'll see you all in two, I know. I'll see you in two weeks. He but. is going to be gone. Yeah, but I'll come back, and I'm going to come back with a vengeance. Yes, don't come back with anything else, girl. I'll try my best. Well, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the doctor on the 26th. Okay. Oh, good, girl. Your coochie going to look so good. You know well, what? no, it's still recovering, so thanks. It's going to look good, though. Is it, though? It's still, rec- it's still healing, and I'm just ready for it to be healed. I know, girl, but what we're going to do is when it recovers, we're going to have a party, and we're going to open up your cookies, and we're going to look at it. Oh. Look how beautiful she'll get her bleach and everything. Girl! No, you don't... <laughs> I know you're not supposed to do that. I'm just, well, at least it doesn't hurt to sit anymore. That's true. That's true. Well, <laughs> let's say goodbye to the people, y'all. Bye. Bye and thank you for listening to Queer State of Mind, y'all. Bye.
Your bitch wanna party with Cardi. Cardi a body in a Rari. Diamonds all over my body. Shining all over my body. Cardi got my your body. bitch on Molly. Bitch, you ain't gang, you lame. Billy truck lay in the lane. Blow up the brain. I go insane, insane. I drop a check on the chain. Fuck up a check in the flame. Cardi took your man, you upset. Uh. Cardi got rich, they upset. Yeah. Cardi put the pussy on offset. Cardi and Cardi be brain on offset. Cardi took your man, you upset. Uh. Cardi got rich, they upset. Yeah. Cardi put the pussy on offset. Cardi and Cardi be brain on offset. Who got this motherfucker started? Cut. Who took your bitch at the party? Cut. I took your bitch in the party. Cut. Who that be flags and Martian? Cut.